Good afternoon. I'm Al Cresta. We are in the middle of Lent, and also uh, we are well into the new year. So how many of us began the new year resolving to strengthen our family prayer time? And how many are <laughs> how many are satisfied that they've achieved that? Well, join me right now to discuss uh, how to cultivate meaningful family prayer is Dr. Greg Popcheck. He's director of the Pastoral Solutions Institute. It's a group pastoral telecounseling practice that provides Catholic integrated marriage, family, and individual counseling services to Catholics around the world. Greg and his wife Lisa have uh, authored uh, over 20 books, Integrating Insights from Counseling Psychology with the Timeless Wisdom of the Catholic Faith. In 2019, the Popchecks, together with Holy Cross Family Ministries, founded the Peyton Institute for Domestic Church Life. This is an organization that's dedicated to promoting Catholic family well-being and spirituality. They do original research, they do professional training, they develop creative resources. And uh, Greg and Lisa also serve on the U.S. Conference of Catholic Bishops National Advisory Board for Marriage and Family Ministry. And you can hear them every day on their Ave Maria-produced radio program, More to Life. And uh, it's good to have you here, Greg. Thanks. Well, it's great to be here, Ellen. Thank you so much. Family prayer uh, is a it's a topic that it seems to be everybody agrees that family <laughs> prayer must be important, right? And yet, I suspect most people would acknowledge they either don't do it, or if they do it, they don't do it nearly as well as they wish they could. That's right. And, uh, you know, that's so on the one of those resources that you mentioned that we produce through the Peyton Institute uh, is the Catholic Home app. That's Catholic HOM. Mm-hmm. Um, and every and we're doing a 40 days for families challenge on the Catholic Home app where we're giving suggestions and uh, hosting discussions that are helping families encounter Christ more meaningfully at home and experience Christ's love more meaningfully in their relationships with each other. And every week <clears throat> and of course. Premium members can post whatever questions they like anytime, but we we try to host specific conversations, and this week our conversation's been on family prayer. Mm-hmm. And I, I made the point that um, we need to not think of family prayer as a project or an activity, something to do, but instead start seeing it as a relationship, yeah. um, a relationship with God, and um, and an opportunity to have God teach us how to relate to each other the way he wants us to. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, family prayer isn't an activity. It's And the right way to pray as a family, quote-unquote, is the way that enables us to actually feel closer to God and each other once we've finished with it. <laughs> you know, yeah. So yeah. as opposed to, I said the words right and I, I used the correct formulas, <laughs> it's, it's more about... Is has this time we've spent as a family in prayer drawn us closer to God and each other, mm-hmm. and that's been kind of a mind blowing concept for a lot of the people on on the app. I think I you know because it sounds lovely, but how do you actually do it? Yeah. Right? Yeah. Well, you're you're taking questions from people. I think this is a very dynamic process, and so you're actually in conversation with people who are you know trying to uh, cultivate a meaningful family prayer life. Let give me a, a question or two that they've they've been asked. Well, sure. I mean, actually, one question that, that, that was uh, that was posted the other day that kind of gives an example of this apprehension you're talking about. Um, a, a member on the said wrote, wrote, I've been really nervous about praying with my kids aside from before meals or reading the Sunday readings with them. Um, but 
today was the first day that I started to ask one of my kids, who's nine and loves to be with his mom, uh, because I spend so much time with his little uh, autistic brother, uh, started to, uh, to, I asked him to pray with me. And he willingly joined me, and he said his prayers beautifully, and my heart's so full. And she went on to kind of talk a little bit about that. But, you know, I think that's the first step, is we need to not be afraid to ask our kids to join us. We, we kind of have this idea that it's supposed to be, I don't know, uh, conflictual or <laughs> dangerous somehow right. to ask our kids to join. And, and I, that's the first step, is just say, hey, this is, this is something we need to be doing as a family. Let, let's, let's spend some time with God. And you'd be, you'd be amazed to see how open children are to it. Yeah. And, uh, not, and, and don't and, be afraid they're going to say, well, why haven't we done this before? What's wrong with us? Why are we doing this now? That's right. Just just start. Now, you know, you could encounter some difficulties, and, and that's what we're, you know, trying to have this discussion on the home app for, to kind of coach parents through those challenges and, and support them through it. But uh, but don't be afraid. Uh, here's another question that we got. Um, so somebody said, as I mentioned, I, we struggled with our evening prayer last week. At first, our four-year-old was enthusiastic about the very short family rosary we tried to do, <laughs> but then she got very bored and frustrated after a couple of weeks. Sure. She loves to learn and try new things, but then gets bored. Or disengaged and disruptive, at least with prayer. So we're going to try something new each week to teach her different ways to pray. I'm hoping to keep it simple because it's a bit intimidating to come up with something new each week. Okay, so I mean, I, I applaud her her creativity and and the initiative that she's taking. But what when, when the conversation we started to have is. You know, you don't have to come up with new formulas every week to try to keep it interesting, you know, because a relationship is always interesting. Yeah. And so what we're coaching uh, her on is, is how do you start having conversations with God as a family, mm-hmm. asking God to, to teach you how to love each other the way he wants to, bringing you, you know, the, the things that you're grateful for to him, asking for help with certain questions or concerns. And, and she's, she went on to say that you know, talking to God that way or having conversation with God is really very awkward for her, and she's never really done it before. For, but it's starting to have a, a it's starting to have an impact in the way that That's their family great. is praying and engaging the four year old. Um, and you know, I, we made the point that the formal prayer is beautiful, but it's meant to help shape conversational prayer, and it tends to assume that we're having conversational prayer and and give right. us a way to take that right. prayer deeper, as opposed to standing in place of conversational prayer. Yeah. Um. Yeah. And so so you know that was another eye opening moment for her, and and she's really sort of seeing that I don't have to come up with new creative ways to pray with my little kids every week. I just have to make prayer more real mm-hmm. and actually engage God as if He was a real person in the room who loves us and knows us, which of course is what He is. Um, but we need to teach kids how to see God that way instead of just teaching kids that God is a bunch of formulas that you have to say correctly. Uh, I, a four-year-old, how, how, what should we expect of a four-year-old when it comes to family prayer? Well, faith evolves in stages, and uh, you know, so there's the early childhood stage of faith, which I like to call the cuddly stage of faith, right? <laughs> it's uh, it's all, and these are actual developed stages from uh, Dr. James Fowler's work, uh-huh. um, and and with kids at that age, they 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 want to. No, they know that something's true because it feels cuddly, (laughs) (laughs) and they're drawn to it because it it feels warm. And so, making prayer a warm, loving, if you want, cuddly experience is really the most important thing for the prayer life of of, in early childhood, say you know three to six. Uh, And and so, Bible stories, cuddling together, you know, tell when you hug your child, saying, you know how much I love you, and God loves you even more, and giving that little extra squeeze, and maybe a sign of the cross on the forehead, and and just you know teaching them to say, I love you, Jesus, and you know just having that more conversational, warm, affectionate kind of approach to prayer with early uh, with little kids. Mm -hmm. You mentioned. 
fear that parents might have. Let me let yes. me take that to another area. Uh, you pray and um, nothing happens. Uh, you either don't get the answer to prayer that you were praying for, or your kid says, "I don't feel any different." Uh, well, actually, we got a question like that. Yeah. Uh, so, so uh, th- this one one comment said, "I'm having a hard time making our family prayer relational." So, for example, my oldest son wants a phone. I told him, "Let's take this to prayer," <laughs> and each night we pray for God's guidance on this. He's getting frustrated and saying, "Nothing's changing." <laughs> yeah. So, how do I make this conversation in prayer increase our relationship with God and each other? So, in this conversation, we were talking about, you know, I I, I asked her. How would you know if God was guiding you through this? Because the way you're describing it, it sounds like you're waiting for God to change your feelings about giving him a phone. Yes, right. Um, right. And that's probably not going to happen. And and if we do that, <laughs> what happens is now the, the, she's setting up her son to think of both her and God as an obstacle to getting what he wants. Right. And what right. really should be happening here is let the prayer facilitate the conversation that they're able to have about what she needs to see in him to know that he's responsible enough to have a phone, what kind of boundaries they might need to set, what sort of expectations they might have, but that the prayer should fuel the conversation, and they bring that conversation back to prayer, and then they bring that prayer back to conversation, and then they make a decision together, and trusting that God is leading them through that discussion. And I I pointed out that's the second mode of discernment that St. Ignatius describes, where we kind of learn what God's will is, just like the sun is kind of coming up over the the horizon in the morning, Mm -hmm. it, it dawns slowly the more we pray in time about it. But if we just sort of pray about it and, and expect you know, some change to automatically and externally happen, we're going to be waiting a long time. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, there's some, I think we sometimes minimize the importance of cultivating wisdom, uh, that w- we need to grow in the kind of questions we ask of uh, our circumstances and in uh, the importance of us uh, developing uh, insight into this. So asking what, what's, what would be the reason they, he doesn't have a phone right now? What's holding him up? Well, what's holding him up, I, I would guess, is that the parents are concerned that he, as you pointed out, that maybe he's not ready for a phone. Well, and, and, and but, you know, but our job then, and one of these things that we talk about on the app is this thing we call discipleship discipline, which is instead of parenting from fear, yeah. where we just say no to things because we're afraid of what the impact it's going to have on the kid, what we want to do is say, How can I, as a parent, support this child in finding healthy and godly ways to get their needs and wants met? Now, that might take take a longer view on it, but I'm not saying no. I'm saying let's figure it out together with God. Uh, And, and in fact, this person who just with the phone uh, comment, she wrote back to say, you know, that's a really good point. I guess addressing concerns would be a great next step for us. You know, and so instead of being afraid... What 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 the what we're calling parents to do on the Catholic Home app is to practice this discipleship discipline that brings our fears to God and says, "Okay, Lord, teach us as parents how we can lead our kids in healthy and safe and godly ways to get them their needs and their wants, so that we can show them, Lord, that you are the source of an abundant life instead of just one more obstacle they have to push out of the way to get what they want." Yeah. Uh- Trying to get the kids together at once is like trying to herd cats. Um, For sure. What do you suggest? 
Well, and again, we had a, a similar comment about that too, where where somebody was asking, you know, uh, we we try to get our kids in, and and the little ones come in within five minutes, but the older ones seem to take an extra long time. <laughs> uh, and I, 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 you know, in, in coaching uh, them, you know, we we made the point that. You know, it's it's hard to transition from one activity to another, and the older you are, the harder that is, right? I mean, not just kids, but me. Like, if Lisa right, came in and said, right. hey, Greg, I need you, I'd have to wrap up what I was doing before I came yeah, in there. You yeah. know? Um, so, you know, giving kids transitions, saying, okay, hey, guys, you know, in 15 minutes, we're going to have family prayer time, start wrapping up whatever you're doing, and then checking back in maybe 10 minutes later, hey, guys, yeah. in, you know, five more minutes, we're going to, you know, and giving them that, that little prompt. A lot of times when you, when you do that kind of transitional stuff, the kids start coming in themselves, by you know that 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 five minute warning. Yeah. But if you just say, okay, get in here, come on, now it's time to pray. You're going to have a war on your hands. Yeah. Yeah. Very good. Tell us about the uh, Catholic Home app. We've got just about thirty seconds. How do people sure. learn more? How do they uh, apply? You can go to catholichom.com to learn more, or just download the app at Catholic Home um, on Google or Apple uh, and check it out. Premium members get all the support, creative resources they need to lead a more Catholic family life. All right, Greg. Thanks. We'll Thank talk you, again. Bye-bye. And I should mention, too, we have it uh, posted at AveMariaRadio.net in the upper left-hand corner of the homepage there in our what we call our slider. I'm Al Cresta.